I got the time. Hey. Oh, and he stopped. And he stopped. Oh, I know you niggas didn't see this coming. I started the podcast off with this song like two other times. I know you normally around this time. I just have a hard on for the song. I don't know what to say. But I know there's no way you niggas was ready for what's about to happen. What I love about the CDL guys is that it's the only sport out there that you don't have to be athletic by. Besides chess, you count chess as a sport. Well, I guess your mind has to be athletic. Well, I mean, darts, bowling, maybe to some extent. I mean, you have some, to have some athleticism in bowling. bowling. Darts, you don't really need to be athletic. Yeah, I mean, you got to have good coordination, which I guess is the but same. But saying that's the same thing with but it's, poker. It's, it's you don't need to be coordinated gross, for You don't need to be a. Uh, in shape for poker. Is poker a sport? Yeah. It's yeah. in the Olympics. I guess. Is yeah. It, it is yeah. the Olympics. It's in the Olympics, I'm pretty sure. So yeah. Yeah. Eating. I, I think pool is the coolest sport though. Just I think in general. Is it's just yeah. a, if you play pool, that's the dopest shit I've ever heard. I want to be that guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I feel like I feel like um you you kind of do have to be in shape for COD because the thing is like being in like a phys- different parts of your bodies are in shape depending on what you're doing. So like, yeah, maybe you like can't run a mile if you're in the CDL. <laughs> but I'm sure if there were some random specific hand exercises that they had these motherfuckers do, and then have like some other people like who are maybe really good at other sports do, they probably couldn't do them as well as these guys. Could. Also, yeah. also, I'd say that being physically healthy and in good shape where you're not just like way overweight and just eating like garbage. You just feel you're less, you're more tired. You're less focused. You're less sharp. You feel more in the fog. Yeah. And so it's like, I assume that being in better shape and having a better regular day-to-day diet helps you be better at COD as well. Yeah, for sure. Especially with reaction time. So, oh, do we got another match going on? Do we got Boston and Gorillas playing? Yeah, it's actually starting right now. Let's just keep it on in the background. Boys, we had a few uh, Call of Duty matches that we watched today. Unfortunately, Optic took an L, which I wasn't shocked by. And uh, I'm not that upset at because they lost to Thieves. Thieves reign supreme. At the moment... At the moment, they do. Nah, they're two two. You know, they're doing all right. Yeah, I guess I'm, they're doing I'm a okay. Big fan. Start of the season. Fan. Minnesota's actually on top. They're, I think they're three one. Really? Standings. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Hmm. Well, you know, my boys Toronto won earlier. I'm happy about that. And they did. Then, yep, they lost yesterday, but um, won today. Real happy about that. And then um, Vegas, the Legion beat Rocker, which was interesting. First dub of the season. Very happy that Clayster won. I was, I yeah, Clayster. it was cool to see Vegas Legion one with the rebrand and moving from Paris to to Vegas. It's nice to see the team. Like that's why I'm rooting for Boston Breach this season because I want to see Boston do well because they're a new team in the yeah. league. And you want you just get tired of the same two teams always fighting for number one, and then everyone else just falling wherever they fall yeah. underneath and then like the same three teams just being shit all year and i feel like i feel like this is one of the more well-rounded like yeah lineups we've seen of teams in the cdl i think this is this season and last season had a pretty decent i mean there are still some teams that just carried the bottom the entire way through but 
Well, uh, like, well, the thing is, like, some of the organizations in the CDL kind of like the organizations themselves are really suck. Yeah. And Paris or Vegas now Legion was one of the organizations that was really, really bad and ran failing. Yeah. Just failing their players and their fan base, but. Um, because of that, every time I would watch those teams or the players on those teams, it was really hard to take them seriously because they're on those teams. But today I was watching Clayster give a post-game interview and I was like, oh no, like the, I mean, the players on the team, they're just as, they're as committed to the game as any other players. They want to be great. Yeah. And, um, it was interesting cause I always like look at Paris and I'm like, ah, they don't even give a fuck about winning. But then like, I'm like, Clayster's on Paris. Well, He's question then. What are your guys' thoughts of now Paris's team becoming Las Vegas's team, and now we only have Toronto is the only team outside of the United States in the league? It makes yeah. me. What think. are your? How do you guys feel about the uh, future, like branching out into other countries with COD and, and the fact London, that they haven't done London. yet? It, it makes me think. That oh, the, London Royal Ravens. Yeah, I forgot. Vegas, London's got one too. It makes me just think that Vegas is becoming this huge monopoly. I mean, they started with the Raiders. They got the Raiders. They got they Legion. Just, they're getting everyone. I think Vegas is just they're just they're picking just up the bottom of the barrel and teams and, bigger, and they're just putting yeah. all of this money into them. Yeah, fuck mm-hmm. Las Vegas. They're gonna be the first Vegas man. Yeah, yeah Vegas Golden Knights. They just joined the NHL. Oh, they joined the NHL and won the fucking Stanley Cup right after. Oh shit! Yeah, um, I don't, Damn, I don't maybe know. Maybe Vegas yeah. is making moves. Do you think Vegas has been like, you know what? We had the casinos, we had the strip, we had everything Indians. that you never had. It's been a little bit worn out. Other people have now done what we've done. It's time for us to innovate. Do you ever think states are like, hey, it's time for us? What's the new era of Las Vegas? Oh yeah, like, countries do it too. Countries be trying to. Countries do like whole rebranding to themselves. <laughs> yeah, like dude, oh, really I get good. I get like ads for the country of Canada that are like, come visit Canada or like. It's always like, and Nor- it's always Norway. Like, it's always like Norway when they're ads. they're one year away from some kind of real yeah. big problematic thing that took place, like someone nuked a wedding or mm-hmm. like you know what I mean. Like there was some kind of I'm waiting for Ukraines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, no, I don't even think Ukraine. I think it's going to be Russia that's going to have to rebrand next. We're going to get ads for Russia. Now, a part of the Russia cruise line, Ukraine. Come see. And although it's landlocked, so yeah, I don't know how a cruise yeah, is really yeah. going to get there. I don't think so. It's a snow sled cruise <laughs> uh, pulled by Ukrainian people. Yeah. I, um, I do hope that um, CDL branches out more. I know that they talked about multiple times and players wanting the league to expand and add more teams, move up to 16 from 12. Um, I hope that when that happens, maybe we get some uh, other ones, but I think it's probably going to stay mostly North America. The problem is though, is that it's just, it's how call of duty is biggest in North America. Yeah. They, they did have events out of outside of the States before, like they did have. Um, I'm surprised you don't have a, like a team from Mexico or something yeah. like that. Like CDL is just such an American thing. I don't know. Like I guess like watching video games, super sports. Like, no, League of, Legends, League of Legends. League of Legends. What are you like, talking about? Well, Starcraft, like, stuff like that. They are those are the biggest sports in like so. Korea, Korea. That's Japan. Yeah, yeah, like the whole like Asia. Asia's got it locked. That's a it's good point. Huge. But they're just, it's a completely different style of game. They like their strategy, open map kind of thing. And so yeah, I feel like the fast pace is more tailored towards America. I'm surprised those. that like Russia, for as big as it is in CSGO and in some places like that, uh, they haven't stepped into the, the CDL league. That would well, be really well, helpful for Russia's well, rebrand is if Russia dropped a CDL <laughs> team and then like we're on their side. Yeah, I mean, I mean, do they bring over a lot of um, like kids from like Europe, like um, Toronto? 
Yeah. Toronto is interesting because so Toronto's parent company is Singularity, who was for a long time one of the big uh, European teams. Oh, okay. um, but so now they're in Toronto. Um, so that's like that's like definitely like a lot of EU fans and players will claim Toronto because like because like their best EU Cammy, players are there. Yeah, Kleenex, Cami, Bance. They were all people who were on Splice. Um, who uh, like okay. the old the yeah. old. EU team. I do have so. to say I love the CDL's formatting better than any other yeah. version of MLG and professional Call of Duty where there was just like every season there was a bunch of like there would be teams that you would some you would see like Envy and Splice and like United and Optic were pretty regular phase, but then they would always just have these ones that would come in for one season and then just be gone. Mm-hmm. And then come in the next season and just be gone. Yep. And maybe that will happen. I don't know, but like I feel like it's a lot more meticulous on on when they let in teams. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing is now there is a criteria there wasn't before. It was before just it was can completely you win open. enough, yeah. in the open brackets to work your way into being considered a pro team. Yeah, and, and now then, there's a twenty million dollar buy-in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so it's a bit it's a bit more involved. Yeah, <laughs> twenty uh, twenty million dollar buy-in is that what it is? Yeah, it's Damn. more. I believe. Yeah, it's it's Damn. it's a lot more actually. Um, but yeah, some people out here paying twenty million to get their team in, and then not won't pay for players. Do you think CDO guys? Because they've already blown twenty million. I'm just getting the team in. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Do you think CDO guys get girls? Um, yes, they they do. Like historically proven, yeah. Historically proven. What's the statistics? What is the history, please? Um, they just they seem to have good track records. They get they get streamers. They get like streamer girls. They get like e girls. You know what I mean? Uh, I think some of them can because they're they're famous for doing something and they have a personality. They're you know whatever. I think they just there are a lot of them. There are a lot of them that just there's no way. Like there's yeah. no way that Arcides is pulling bitches on a regular basis, you know. Like that isn't <laughs> happening. Yeah. I don't know. He has Probably no fans, daddy energy. Not. Him daddy energy. No, no, no he's got big, he big. I bet zaddy. methods pulls. Zaddy. zaddy he's got zaddy energy. Methods pulls. Methods this man right pulls. Here, the big bushy eyebrows. You guys know dashy pulls. Methods dashy. is so whiny dashy though. No, da- yeah, dashy. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say might be the one of the biggest. I bet methods makes him laugh though in the uh, in the league. Uh, they like him for his sense of humor. Oh, for sure, and he's in touch with his emotions. Yeah, absolutely. It's really important. And he also has a period. It's just crazy. I didn't. I just learned that about him. But mm. he cycles once. You a think month. all cop yep. players get their periods? No, a handful of them do. Um, Simp, uh, Clayster, uh, methods. I've heard rumors. I heard Major Maniac has ED. <sighs> yeah, that was a big story that broke last yeah, year. I remember that. Uh, that if you were really in touch really with big. with who knew what, you were you were really following that one, and they almost signed a like a deal with Viagra. Yeah, yeah. it was a real hard. They all, they, Viagra almost became like the main uh, sponsor. Was, of, I think it was Hims. Uh, kind of branded. See, because that was Viagra. Yeah, and yeah, no, I, I think it really helped him with his game too. Once mm-hmm. he could, you know. Well, that's what I heard is that he, was that he, yeah, he, he took he took Viagra before every game, but they actually banned it, and they. So they said it was a performance enhancing mm, drug because mm, mm. he was able to use it to, uh, you know, you get the joystick. If you need to move your hand to the other buttons, you just, you're always locked yeah. and loaded with yeah, another. Yeah. 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 And a his bumper. tacticals. His tacticals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. She wanted to, you know, flashbang someone. <laughs> uh huh. For sure. For Real sure. <laughs> um, uh, all right, boys. Well, uh, what's, what's good? Merry what Christmas, good boys. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas boys. It's you know, getting up there. And when this episode drops, let me think. We have a new episode dropping this Thursday. This episode will drop after Christmas. So Christmas has happened when you guys are hearing this, but we're just about to head into the Christmas weekend. It is exactly one week from Christmas right now. Mm-hmm. 
Um, Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night. Merry Christmas. I am stoked to be here. Me too. Me too. That candle is dead, Matt. Yeah, um, that, that that Christmas tree one is gonna just smolder at the bottom. Man, I love the smell of Christmas tree. I know. I just want this one. I don't want the. God, yeah, numbers. I know. I just, I really just want that Christmas tree smell. I want this one. Man, this is really nice. Man, guys, what does Christmas mean to you? <laughs> Especially you, Christmas Dylan. tree smell. Um, family. Can't relate. You don't have a big. What do you not have things that you love about Christmas? Things that mark. Oh, when Christmas happens, this shit happens. You don't have certain foods you eat around the season. You have certain activities that you do. You have a boyfriend. I think is fun. Me and Justin haven't gotten to spend Christmas together yet. Like the actual like days leading up to it, because he was in Canada last year. Anyway. One thing my parents or my dad does that's like super special to me during Christmas is instead of, I have three other siblings and instead of doing like names because we all used to fight over it we all have to figure out like a number system like he like come up with numbers and we all have to try and figure out whose number is who and there's like a reason behind it usually and that's pretty fun. You put raisins behind it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you get to eat them? Sometimes. That's dope. That's dope. Do you not have like uh, do you have movies? What's your favorite Christmas movie? The Grinch, the live-action one. That's my Heck favorite yeah. Christmas movie Jim ever. Carrey. I like the original animated one more than I like the live-action one. Isn't it like 10 seconds, though? Yeah, pretty much. And that's what I enjoy about it so much. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that is it's, just, it's there and it's done because there's only so much story about the Grinch. Mm. I don't need to know about how he shaved in school and had cuts and like the kids bullied <laughs> him. him and then, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I think I don't, it adds I don't to that. his character a lot. Yeah. It makes you feel for him a little bit. Well, it was weird once they had like the the foxtail butt plug that he wore to class, and I was like, "This seems out of character." I Man, do I know he's not fuzzy, remember but that part. yeah, it was right after they showed the fact that he cut himself. Uh, he was on perk twenties, I think, on a pretty regular basis. Yeah, no, he, yeah. he really yeah. took it hard. But then he went to the mountain, started yeah. gaining himself, kidnapped he, that little girl, just kind of you know was changing. She in got front Stockholm of him. syndrome, like really, really yeah. scary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. taking yeah. his clothes off. Sweet family though; they had a sweet family. Yeah, great amazing kids. story. Great kids. Really ending, triumphant ending. ending. Uh, Matt, what about you? What's your favorite Christmas movie? Christmas movie ever? Yeah. The one I have the most memories are is the Polar Express. You guys watch the Polar Express? Yeah, the Polar that's Express is tops. a good one. That's one of those movies where I was like, if there was like a a roller coaster ride that I could go on that felt like the train in the Polar Express, yeah. where they're like sliding across yeah. the ice and going on all these rails and shit. I just felt like if I could watch this in 3D, this would be a cool movie to watch in totally, 3D. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It just it it makes me it, it feels like a fever dream to me whenever I watch it, and I'm like I feel like I'm not really a lot like awake whenever it's on. Yeah, it's really weird. Feels no, animation. no, no. It Real. looks like a fever dream. Like the animation clearly wasn't. It's like it wasn't fully rendered out yet. No. Yeah. And like the eyes kind of look like snakes. There's like soullessness behind everyone's mm-hmm. face. It's super strange. Oh yeah. Man, that uh, is a great movie though. That is one of my. Big ones, mm-hmm. my, my favorites. When Santa makes that one kid hold his pocket, that was a weird scene too yeah, for me. I and I was like, fan. I didn't know yeah. Santa made people. Didn't like that one. That yeah. that seemed like a little bit. I didn't want. I don't want. I don't want. Ground, I don't want dominant know. Santa. You know, yeah, I want. I, I want more of a giving, generous Santa. Yeah. yeah. Well, he he gave. No, no, no. He did give. He was the giver. Um, but he didn't allow him to have a receipt on that gift, Wonder and that was the problem. The kid allow me to be able to return it. For sure. Oh yeah. You got the package. He he got a rule with love. 
Justin, what about you? Favorite um, movie? Probably the National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Okay. That's okay. probably my favorite one. My grandpa, that. Um, my family believes, I believe it too. My grandpa looks like Chevy Chase a lot. He looks oh, like yeah. a Mexican <laughs> Chevy Chase. Nice. So we like watching that movie because he looks like Chevy Chase and we all oh, yeah. watch it. Fucking uh, funny ass movie. The remake still, still is kind of funny. My whole family went to see the remake, which is, which is kind of odd. And you didn't? No, I went. It was, it was pretty good. Yeah, they. Um, that's the one where like they. they yeah, there's like a bunch of shit, and then yeah. I've seen that movie once, I think. That movie is so good. I know a lot of people that watch that movie and then Christmas Story is one of those ones I know a lot of people play on repeat and I've I've only ever seen that movie one time. That one my family watched a lot too. It is pretty good. It is pretty good. What's yours? I do enjoy I enjoy the first seventy percent of Elf. I love the yeah. last thirty percent. I could just turn off. Mm-hmm. Like as soon as, as soon as there's the fight, as soon as he and the dad have the falling out, he goes, "I don't care if you're my son. I don't care if you're retarded. Get out of my office." Mm. And then from then on, I don't care about what happens in the movie because it's not funny anymore. And it's just like I know how this ends. Yeah. It's like a Hallmark movie. It's gonna end the same. They're gonna reunite and sing a carol, and Santa's gonna save the day or whatever. And so after that part, I'm just checking out of the movie but I do enjoy the first half I will not watch it more than once because I don't watch movies more than once I know people that will watch like three times in the Christmas season every year I'm just like yeah, it's nah. not it's good I it's go great for one a year but it's not that I go for what, one a year um, whichever one I want to watch what movie I watched one Christmas was... movie a year no I'm sorry one time through for oh whatever yeah, movie. yeah yeah for sure, for oh, sure. Yeah. I recently for watched sure. this movie called I think it was Spirited with um, oh, the horse. Will Ferrell and um, Will Ferrell and uh, Ryan Reynolds and it's a musical and it's it's real interesting there's yeah. a shit ton of autotune on Will Ferrell's voice and it's but it's like a musical so he's singing and it's Whoa. just shit ton of autotune auto auto on your, your voice, voice dude it's and so he's like Will <laughs> chopping welcome to Justin chopped and screwed on the podcast <laughs> Will Ferrell's like singing in the middle of the movie and there's clearly just like so much autotune but it like yeah it's real funny um, movie's interesting he plays the ghost of of Christmas present and he used to be um, fucking the dude that says Bahambug. Oh, Scrooge. Yeah, he used to be that and like he used to be that guy in a past life and Ryan Reynolds is like somebody who's a terrible person. Can you say that for me? And he time? wants to save him. What's, what Scrooge bah- says? Bahambug? That's what he says. Bahambug. Right? Bah- right? You say like it's all, it's all one word Yeah, you say it like you say it like you're like Hawaiian Bahambug. I also enjoy uh, I like the Christmas Carol It's one of my favorite movies mm-hmm. Now there's many versions of them That came out many different times And so some of them are not it But there is well, There's these two that are really old The one came out like 1950 or some shit That's the best one And the that one, one The black and white one is yeah. gas And then the other movie that I love and I have to watch every year is It's a Wonderful Life. Mm. And that movie is long as shit. And it is black and white. So and there's a little bit of like a rapey vibe at one point in it. And it's like, okay, I got to remember the time that this was made. <laughs> but great movie overall, though. I'm just going to give him a little smack. Give him a little smack. I'm just going to give him a little come here. smack. Come here. I got your robe there. Okay. Lucy. Lucy, come here. Hiding in the bushes, I see. Shut the fuck up. 
You know what I what That's I realized? What Christmas means to me. I realized um, this morning we were learning about Christmas. Yeah. This morning, part of the entire thing that m- the home- homie was saying was like he was like understanding Christmas or something. Unwrapping it, it, it Christmas. Ne- never even talked about what Christmas. Said. Never, Un- unwrapping Christmas. Never at one point did I feel any Christmas spirit or anything. Felt real not Christmassy. No, it know. wasn't Christmassy for one. So uh, let's let's get into that for a second. So we all went to church. <laughs> yeah, Justin, my first time Justin ever. Went, the first ever. time he's ever been to a church before. Guys, this guy was in a big hand really for going disappointed. To you went to church, Justin. I I could see I could see the room for it being good. I was convinced that Justin was going to go and get baptized immediately after, but it didn't seem like he was quite down for it. It felt like you were ready for it. Spot. Me too. Me too. Because I was like, how can you not? I was waiting for the hands to go up in the air. Yeah, to be confronted with, they could be confronted with the power of the, the holy God. I mean, and then to like, I'm, oh, yes, yeah. it is. Yeah, I didn't plant the seed. And I, th- I bought the tree in full. And if not, like, I thought the hot cocoa would at least lure him into the back room. Yeah, if I really thought he was going to go. Well, free samples. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing that really turned me off is my whole life. Um, the, the, my whole life, all of my football coaches really instilled that there's a unity between God and football. And <laughs> that's about as know, America as it gets really, because a lot of my football coaches are like, your football is your God given talent. Make your God proud, make family proud. <laughs> you know, um, that's the, just the quintessential football coach right and there. It's, it's the same way that like worship musicians view their gift of music. Yeah, football yeah, yeah, coaches yeah. believe that those children and their coaching ability is from God. And, um, you know, when I got to the slants for Jesus, I, when I when I got to the, the <laughs> church, when I got to the church, I was really disappointed because it contradicted everything I ever thought in my life. My whole life, I thought, you know, God likes football. God loves football. All God yes. wants is for you to play it's football. For you to play football. And then I get there. I get there. <laughs> and he says, he says that the reason that Tom Brady wants more Super Bowls is... Because he's not right with God, and if he was right with God, then he wouldn't want Super Bowls. That really that, kind of more broke, or less, more or yeah, less, Justin. Justin. Exactly that was exactly it, was. Yeah, it, it was broke me close. because I thought I thought that he wanted the Super Bowls because of God, right? Because because I you thought that God's ultimate goal for humanity was to win a Super Bowl. So whoever wins, like Tom Brady, will probably become the next Archangel. And right hand man, I I thought if, they were going to praise off of him this, based off this theology. They, and they so show, yeah, we get to this church and uh, we just picked a random one that we saw that we thought looked like a cult, and that was enough to get us in the door. And so, one to ten, once we got there, culty vibes. What did you feel? Did you feel culty vibes? No, neither I did felt, I. I felt an experience. Yeah, a hundred percent. It felt like no one was running the show. Mm-hmm. No one really knew what they were doing. Yeah. They just had like a bunch of people that they had a decent worship team, I guess. Very but good. like it was like they just put this church together and they're like, here, we got a pastor that's just coming out of seminary here. This guy's good on the drums. This guy from this church play the guitar. Let's build a new church and start it. And we came to the very first service. And like he had just got out of schooling to become a pastor. He hadn't really put anything together yet. He kind of just made it up on the spot. I mean, he had two points. With the two, no, he had three. The three kinds of peace that you can have with people. And I, anyone want to take a guess on like how many times he said the word peace in that sermon? What was he on? 30 minutes? Was it a 30 minute sermon? It's like had to be 40. at least 69 it's like pieces. 45 minutes. At least 69 pieces. Yeah. I thought we could have broken triple digit, but maybe not. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. In the 70s. 
I thought so. He I, said it way too many times. Oh, dude. And he said all, every iteration of peace. Peace. <laughs> peace is in the pie. Peace is in the spirit. Peace is in the weed, there's I one, guess. There's peace one he didn't, ass. though. There's one he didn't. That peace. No, no. He never talked about staying strapped. He never talked and about that that was what I was he the most disappointed. I was waiting. Because I, was I like, said, I always keep the peace on yeah, He like, does. All day. I Keep did not peace. like, you know, the one that really didn't make any sense to me is like sometimes my wife, when she's taking a photo, she'll do like a, she knows how to work the leg and he was like sticking the leg out and then she, he put his fingers up and just goes, you know, peace, like peace. And he'd already used the peace out as an example. And he was just trying to make up another example. And so he just made up his wife, the way she takes photos of herself and then just putting up a peace sign. Like it just he, did not yeah. click well, it was whatsoever. It, was, it sounded a lot like it me was in public speaking class. Yeah, it was, it was obvious. <laughs> yeah, He's yeah. been to a couple comedy clubs. Uh, he's bombed he had a few open white nights. And, you know, he was like, you know what? I don't think the Lord's calling me to do comedy. No, so, no, you know no. what? I'm going to do no, I'm no, going to no. be a pastor of a church. I'm actually going to tell you otherwise. I think he still is hitting. That's why he is the church where he has because it's so close to the Laugh Factory down by the pike. That he's it's like, true. God has called me to do comedy. Nothing will deter me from that. And I'll just kind of teach these people about Jesus in the meantime. He's like, yeah, and it allows so him to work his material. Is You know, we have peace in our lives. Because we all got to see his first. Awesome. He's, he's an impressionist. We saw him do the umpire voice. That's pretty good. Does anyone else think they could recreate the umpire voice? Ian, I think he did. Ball. 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 What do you think? I think you did it best. That would I just witness domestic violence? You fucking just whacked just you with that. Whacked shit. you with that mic. Justin, we don't allow that in <laughs> LFTS yeah. um, hey, contract. Did you read through the I'm manual? I'm replacing him now. You're releasing who? Replacing? Oh, that you're replacing Justin? Yeah. We should replace him with the pastor from today. <laughs> yeah. That yeah, would him be on here. great. No, I love his. He looks like he, him and his family have a family YouTube channel. Yes, and yes. that's also the vibe yes. I got from his wife. His vlog has a fa- his vlog. His wife has a family vlogging channel where there's way too much like personal footage of their kids that it's like they. Why are you posting them in the bath? Why are you like taking talking about their doctor? Why visits is your entire home beige? Everything is beige. Everything. everything is beige, and why are there just fake plants hanging from the ceiling? Live, laugh, God. I don't like. Right? That's what it is. No God, no peace. No, no God, God, no peace. <laughs> At least he didn't use that. Imagine if he used that in this Imagine sermon. If that was I would have walked out the door. The two different variations of no. If you know God, you know peace. But with no God, you have no peace. And I was hoping. Ah. And then he could have said, and he could have worked the gun reference in there. Well, you know what? You know what? I think one of the best things that I heard was he was like, you know, one example of peace, you know, stay together for the kids, make peace. It's funny because he just threw it in there. Yeah, right? no, no. He started with something so like, and I was like, Whoa. simple. He was just yeah, like, super yeah, you straightforward. Know, you know, you could be like a 70s peace guy. You know, we don't, we don't remember that time. Also, um, yeah, stay with your wife if you want to be divorced. No, it was it was strange because it was like he he decided that he was going to analogize about the different types of peace that there are other than the peace that you have with God. And he had one, I think he had two. He had yoga, finding inner peace. And then he had he quickly reiterated, not that yoga's, I'm not condemning yoga, because many pastors have condemned yoga, because it's Eastern. And you know that Christianity didn't start in the Middle East or anything like that. Not at all. It started here in the U.S. of yeah, A, it baby. here. America made Jesus. Um, but he gives that example, and then he gives the example of saying bye with a peace sign. And then I think he's smoking weed. 
at Woodstock was his other example of peace. Just burning, um, man. And then, yeah. So we really had two examples that made any form of sense. There's really not that many versions of peace. Yeah. And then he just decided to try to come up with 12 more on the spot. And yeah. it was just like, all right, dude, whenever you're done swinging the bat away, chopping at the tree, eventually it'll fall. Mm-hmm. And then some of those were a different spelling of the word peace. <laughs> yeah. Give someone a, a piece, piece of, of your mind. mind. And, then, and then I love this cute little quote. And sometimes you've given out your piece of your mind so many times you don't got any pieces left. Where'd it go? You lost, lost your, your mind. mind. You know, you know, Bars. adorable, Two, adorable. About three minutes into him speaking, I almost turned to Ian and said, "This guy couldn't. If this guy wasn't Christian, he might be a decent comic." And then I'm really happy I didn't say that because it was all downhill from there. And he had a very hi guys. Well, today I my my my, my wife uh, we're gonna be talking about peace and the peace in God, and, and it was just this like nasally. It was hard to listen to him already. And then to hear 40-something minutes of it, and then to hear one idea just reiterated for 40 minutes, it wasn't it. It definitely feel like he just hasn't grown into himself yet. That's how it felt. felt like he was still trying to get together it seems like how he wants to sound. It was the person. vibe as if his dad just stepped down as the lead pastor, and now he's putting his son as the new lead pastor, and this is his first month at it. And, like, everyone in the church knows it's his first month, so they're like, it's okay. Yeah. And only, like, 25% of the people in the church also know that he kind of has a coke addiction, and, like, he hides it in the background, because he has that vibe just a little bit. And, like, him and his wife have two children but they aborted one before those two before those two and they have been very open about it and emotional but they talk but about they, it whenever they, they get the chance but that they repented the and they, just they one of them came so. three months after they got married which is a little suspicious it's a little, 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 like three months i don't think that that's premature premature okay. yeah okay yeah your first trimester all right yeah, it was wild. It was quite the uh, quite the time, quite the service. Um, don't think I'll be going back. No. And uh, that is that. Now was the morning. And then just went 0-7 in an s and I'm sorry, I had what? to say that. Vivid really? just 0-7 in an s and They lost 6-1. to one. Oh, my goodness. What? But that's not... Look at how heavy one side of these maps are. Sorry, guys. We're, we're, we're Boston Beer... Boston Breach playing the LA Gorillas, and we're still watching it kind of in the background of this podcast. Um, Absolutely. That's so blowout. crazy because Vivid was just lacing the snipe yesterday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened like, there. Like, he was making... He was connecting more shots than I saw anyone else with the sniper in the games and matches that I had seen. Yeah. So, to go 0-6? Yep. Damn. Yeah. Wasn't their map. Yes. Wasn't their map. I think they're still figuring out the maps. Yeah. I mean, this is the preseason, so, you know, whatever. Yeah. All right. Well. Oh, coming up next. Um, Yeah. I don't think, I don't think Pastor Matt really unwrapped Christmas for me. I didn't, I had no no idea what to, you know. I I, don't even understand how it related back to Christmas. I think Christmas is still about presents. I think so too. Would you guys agree? I think. It's uh, about getting what the fuck you want. When I want it, which is the 25th of December. I think it exactly. Christmas is about Christmas is about I want a bike too. Pony is about showing your true colors and letting people that think they're close to you find out like really slowly and passively that they're not that close to you. It's just about forgetting members of your family, letting people slip away, allowing them to fall in their own ideologies, just pushing as many people as far from you as you can, closing the circle in, don't see anyone, lock the doors. 
and doing drugs with your cousins in your grandma's bathroom. Boy, oh boy. That's what Christmas is. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, guys. Well, you guys think we should probably jump into the main topic? Main event. Main event. The fight of the night. We're going to talk about what we didn't talk about on last week's episode, which is some of our favorite albums of this year. Albums that dropped this year, maybe a few that dropped last year that we were playing into this year a bunch. I want to play through a little bit of uh, some of the tunes and chit-chat about all of our opinions on it. So, I don't know about you guys and where you guys want to start with this. Um, well, is there any is there any albums let's start that... start with Christmas. Is there any albums that have really come out this year that you guys are like, yeah, this is one that I, I was going to, or at least listened through a couple times yeah. throughout this year. A hundred percent. Yeah, definitely. hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I've got a few. Okay. Ian, why don't you shoot first, man? Show us well, do we, do we want to talk uh, Christmas music or we can do you want to... Let's, I think we should uh, start out with Christmas music. Just get out of the way. Then we'll move on to the albums. How about... We can end it off with Christmas music. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. We can all play our favorite Christmas songs at the end. Yeah. Um, And I can show Dylan the greatest Christmas song of all time. Ooh, bet. I'm excited. Which is one that has been played on this podcast before. So. All right. Well, do you guys want to start with, I mean, hip hop? We started there. Let's do hip hop. Let's do hip hop. Yeah. Uh, All right. So what were some of the albums hip hop related that came out this year that, you know, there are some on here that I I've listened to more heavily than others. There are other ones where I've really like played through two, three times, but I haven't gotten the chance to really finalize an opinion on all of it. Cause some of my favorite albums from uh, hip hop albums that have dropped, dropped in the last like month or so. Yeah. So so I've got like four, five hip-hop albums and they're the only hip-hop albums i listened to this year that came out i have five or six and um and i liked them all i liked them all a lot all right Um, all right so what would you say was your my top favorite hip-hop album of the year okay is it vinyl days no uh, my favorite is, is going to be Bag or Die by Baby No Money. Why are you stealing my Really? Bro? Okay. It's the only hip-hop album. Well, that's fair. That's fair. You guys can both talk about yeah, that. So yeah, tell yeah. me about Bag or Die. Tell me about Bag or Die. Um, it's Because I haven't played through that album yet, and I've heard you guys, uh, you guys have been big fans of it. It's just laced with bangers. And, you know, I know the new Kendrick drop, but I, I, I like it. But honestly, out of all the albums that came out, this is the only one that stood out as being... Just particularly, just shit. I want to keep going back to. It's he got really the most replay up. value. He really leveled yeah. up his production um, in his samples. Yeah, killer. It's just so yeah, really this good. This is the first one on the album. Play this one, but there's also a second one you have to play. Which one is that? Mathematics. All right. Tonight we party, my friends. Sip on mezcal. I like tequila. Damn, this shit tasty. Can you not? I made about a milli off a pink beanie. Got a 
I don't know, Justin, what are your thoughts? On what, what are your thoughts on the album overall? On, okay, on the album overall, here's the thing. You know, Baby No Money has a sound. He didn't he didn't do anything experimental or crazy. Yeah. He stayed within his sound, but he continues to push his sound to the limits of how good it can be. Which is kind of what I want from Joji, and I've complained about it on the yeah. other episode we did a few weeks ago where we talked about Joji's new album, Smithereens, where it's like, I don't need you to change your sound because I like the sound you're doing because no one else is giving me that exactly, but just push the limits of what that sound can be. Yeah, and that's... He just does what he does so damn well, and, <laughs> and he keeps every doing it better. song is so catchy. All right. A uh, little bit of mathematics for you, Matt. What do you think about this album overall? Me and Justin have talked about it. Flame suit, French letter, and my girl back. Gatekeeper says open, I ain't calling back. Fifteen minute TED talk, collecting forty racks. One milli paid in tax, bitch. Do the math. think about this album is it's everything i want jack harlan i agree with that strongly yeah, yeah. that's how i feel i feel I can, like i can hear that from what i've heard from it he just does it better than him you know he like tries hard jack, jack harlan yeah i mean jack harlan's got some bangers for sure and i like the swag but i feel like he brings that that swag was an album that dropped this year didn't it jack harlan's album dropped mm-hmm. this year that album was, was great. Was really disappointing. It was a big flop. I did like yeah, uh, Churchill Downs, but that was basically that the only bad. song that I liked off of it. And uh, the rest of it, it felt like good production, good ideas that were just lazily executed with the writing, and it just was low effort, is what it felt like. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Uh, any other any other thoughts on the um, on the on that project? On that so that's project, your, that's your top hip hop out. You're putting that over Vinyl Days because I feel like I've just heard you play through Vinyl Days so much. Um, okay. Well, <clears throat> Vinyl Days dropped this year, correct? Yeah, Vinyl Days yeah. is better, in my opinion. I think Vinyl Days is better because Logic is the same thing is it's for the same reason as Baby No Money. It's an established sound. We know what it is. But it's so fucking well done. And I think the reason I put this over Vinyl Days is because this song has... This album feels like it has no skips. Maybe maybe one, maybe two. But that Baby No Money album really feels like it has no skips. And Vinyl Days definitely feels like it has more skips. But feels like a more mature album than the yeah. Baby No Money one. Yeah, Vinyl Days is fucking amazing though. That Vinyl Days is my number two, um, easily. At, yeah, and then so one other thing, another artist that kind of does their own realm but typically pushes it to the limit is Nas. Mm-hmm. I listened to King's Disease Three today, um, and it's you know it's the it's just it's another Nas album, and he's so fucking good at what he does, but. It just we've heard it. It, it, it is what it is. It's yeah. a, it's him, but it's kind of the same thing where it's like he has an established sound. He's not really changing it up too much, except for just newer producers and things like yeah. that. But he's just doing what he does at a level that no one else is doing it. Yeah, you know exactly, exactly. And, and that's so exactly that's what, what you're King's going to get. <clears throat> that's why I felt a little bit about Push's album. Yeah, when it's uh, almost dry. It's almost dry. I think it's when it, what it is. 
I really do enjoy, I did enjoy that album. I played through it um, uh, like once, twice maybe. And there was a few songs that I went back to, but I haven't like, since it's dropped, and it dropped like a decent amount of time ago, like earlier in the year, I believe, or summer. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, it's just like I wasn't in the mood for just coke rap. Mm-hmm. And I am at times in the mood for just like in the gutter drug dealing rap, but like it just I it haven't it hasn't hit me, so I haven't really dove into that album. The time I have listened to it, I don't think it is. I don't enjoy it as much as Daytona. Daytona is just such a succinct, which is uh, Pusha T's last album. But Daytona is such a succinct album with no skips. Per like every song feels like its own thing. I like that Push is branching out. Because he still has the same style and delivery, and he has his certain cadences and flows, but this feels stylistically completely different than Daytona. Like, he chose, I want to go in a new direction for this next album, and I expect that his next project will be another new direction. Yeah, yeah. Had you guys give any uh, any time to Pusha T's new album? No, I I wasn't even aware of it until you brought it up like right before the podcast. I'll play you. I'll play you my favorite song off the album, uh, and that is just so you remember. But uh, overall, I definitely recommend giving it a listen. Living a lie, but die for your images. It's guns involved, like cowboys and Indians. You track hawk niggas are not my equivalent. Flew your bitch to Cuba for the thrill of it, but I ain't go to show you what you should have did. Tennis chains to hide all my blemishes. My Joker smile, you know who the villain is. Just so you remember who you dealing with. Look outside, the landscape ridiculous. Motion lights around it meticulous. It's just, it's just one of those. It's what I want from Pusha T. I want him to just get low and down and dirty and just rap about dealing drugs to people. Really. I don't know why I sleep on Pusha T way too much because he's great. He's great. He's, he's great. great. He's what he such does, a, he's such a great style. Oh, I love his swag and just how he's, he. He fills a verse too. He fills a beat. Like you, when his voice steps onto the beat, it's like okay. He, no matter how great, because he's had Daytona had just yeah. all produced by Kanye. Every beat just back to back bangers. But yet his voice still cut through all of it and really like takes the center stage, which I feel like a lot of other artists can get lost in their production. Yeah, for sure. Um, um, another okay, another album is the Metro Boomin album. I don't know if you know. I don't that know just dropped recently, just just the other day, and I haven't played through it at all. But uh, I listened to most of it today. Um, is honest, there a song off it that I should? Uh, yeah, play the first one with John Legend. Um, okay. Honestly, I think that album. I like it. Uh, it it kind of is the most standout album out of all of the albums that I've listed so far. I like think the Baby No Money one is better. Because I'm not a fan of some of the artists that Metro got on the songs, and I'm not a fan of their verses. Okay, but I think the instrumentals and everything on that Metro album is so well done, and it's really creative. Because Metro is just that guy. Yeah, those He's so those like, songs uh, are so just impressive and like 
well at composed. So well, he's very methodical with how he puts his beats together. He made 21 Savage sound good on his album. He made 21 Savage sound good on this album. Introducing Metro motherfucking Metro motherfucking And then John Legend comes in. So like, yeah, just beautiful instrumentals over that whole. I'm always looking forward to John Legend verses, but his own music is always disappointing. Yeah, well, it's just a little boy. It's like that's there's certain artists where I I love a good verse from them, but their style isn't unique enough for me to want to listen to a whole album. It's like I can't listen to back to back to back piano ballads. Yeah, I can. Um, as long as they're as long as they're interesting and different and new, but if it just kind of becomes very samey, it it becomes very hard for me. Uh, I would say my number one hip hop album from this year, and I'm kind of making that decision right now. It's a tough one. If I okay, there's my number one listen to hip hop album this year did not come out this year, but my number one that dropped from this year is got to be the Forever Story by JID. I that that some of the best uh, JID was just on his shit this year because he dropped. First, he drops the forever, the never story. Then he drops uh, whatever the DiCaprio two, and it's like, all right, DiCaprio two seemed like his big debut. I'm on the scene album, and then he just dropped verse after verse, and then single after single. And I just, you kept seeing him, and every time he was on someone's song, he just murdered that shit. And it just was like, all right, this guy is not let. He wants everyone to know that I am the best at what I'm doing. And there's nothing you can do about it. And this album felt like just yet another, hey, I'm here and I'm here to stay. Like, I'm that guy. And he he had some lines like off Surround Sound, which is the first single. And he said like, he's like, you want to tell me a joke? He's like saying I'm top five. He's like, no, 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 I'm the guy. I'm number one right now. And uh, I'll play a few, I'll play a little bit of the songs off that album. Just uh, the, the main hit. The production too, Christo or whoever he's, whoever his main guy is, can just he knows to put a beat together. Push the fucking pack off of the porch or break a pound down. Get the scrap if it happens to blow, it makes a round sounds. Pussy cat on my lap, push it back and go to town down. Putting rap on my back and I'm black and snatching crowns. I they came back around like a nigga selling cracking pounds. I got a bag now, but it's nothing to brag about. Gun blast in the background. I'm a black man with a bloodhounds. Mac 10 making love sounds to a bad chick. She from up It's just, if, you, if you're talking about artists who cut through the beat, this guy no one, just, no one, no one cuts through a beat. No one owns a beat more than Jack. He's so intentional and he hits all the beats exactly where they should and it's just yeah. perfect. The other song that came out this year that's not on this album but it dropped as a lead up uh, and it's one of my favorites from him is 29 Freestyle and that's like I've never seen someone own a beat and become one with a beat more than this song right here. Uh, uh, man, shit is stupid. Fuck man. 
gotta tap his Call subs if you tired, bro Liable to wild if they wild. don't give me mine Send me nine, no, it's 55 so strange. Hit a nickel 55 <laughs> Times, hard times, still ahead Then behind, don't wind though I ride a die or I'll die I'll Imagine trying to find the beat pattern of when to rap on this beat yeah. Spotify. Drop this year and I love that one too But I don't know The creativity of J.I.D. and how he puts his cadences And how he puts his flows together And how he puts the words It's just it's Nothing, nothing hooks me more Consistently than J.I.D. I, 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 I'm, I agree As soon and as his voice is on sometimes, the track I don't know when I first heard J.I.D. I was like it just sounds like Kendrick yeah. But the more I listen to it I mean he, he really does have his distinct style yeah. And I think sometimes he does. He's got a little Kendrick. Better than Kendrick. He's got a little Wayne. I think he does a lot him. of things better than Kendrick. Yeah, I think he does. I think there's uh, certain things where he's taken. He clearly has his influences, but by this point, he's been doing it for a good amount of time. That he's really just he's honed his style and he's doing it better than yeah anyone I mean, else is doing. And it. that's one thing I loved about Kendrick was his creativity with his flows. Yeah, and which is why and Smino's the same. Smino right? as well. So those yeah. three. And speaking of that, I. To be honest with you guys, this year really wasn't like I had not listened to much rap or hip hop this year. I just really didn't. Yeah. So the one that I probably listened to the most, I, I, mean, I probably went through the album three times, was Kendrick's new album. Well, let's talk a little so bit about think, that one then. I think we should play some of those. Justin, did you uh, did you touch on Kendrick's album at all, Mister Morale, the Big Steppers? Yeah, I, I listened to it when I came out. I definitely think that Kendrick's style is dope, and I really like respect. And enjoy analyzing his albums when I'm in yeah, the yeah, yeah. mood in the to mood listen for that. to a yes. Kendrick album, but I don't listen to Kendrick. But yeah, that's I fair. did listen to the album and liked it. That's fair. I, I like this album. It's got things I enjoy about it. It would for me, it would fall in the fourth position of his main title albums. Um, I think T Pab is number one. Damn is number two. Good Kid is number three, and this one is number four. Not too far from Good Kid though. Um, I do love this album, but it feels almost like a soundtrack to a play. And like I'm missing an aspect of it without being able to see all the visuals. Yeah, and I, it's I cool agree. because it's got a cool sound. Like the way that the piano is constantly coming back through like this opening track right here. I love but how it was brained. These vocal lines that cut through the whole album. Tell them. Tell them. Tell them the truth. I hope you find some paradise. Tell him, tell him, tell him, tell him, tell him, tell him, tell him you're. I've been going through something. Mm. One thousand eight hundred and fifty. Bro, when this days. started, when I first put on that, I was like, oh shit, something. I'm I'm here to listen like, to something. I'm ready. Be afraid. 
And what did you guys think about his rollout for the thing where he did uh, those two songs with uh, Baby Keem, Range Brothers, the other Family Ties and Range Brothers, and then did the Heart Part 5, which you guys also saw the music for for that one, where he does the face changes and everything. Yeah, he did an amazing job. What a great rollout to this album. And I can't say I'm... Are, are, are you disappointed by the album in no. any way? No, I'm not disappointed. No. I think... Mm. He's just one of those guys who keeps making masterpieces, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's and just it's, another masterpiece. Well, and it's like, how are you going to top T that? Exactly. You know? like, it's yeah, like, it's tough because yeah. you're trying to compare master. It's like putting, taking the top five greatest hip hop album, the top list yeah. of ten, and then trying well, to say, well, me, which one goes where exactly? Yeah. It's like, yeah. well, they're all the best. I stopped comparing them at this point. Now I just see if they all fit together. If I look at his whole discography. And I think this album fits really well where it is. I think mm-hmm. it does. I think it does too. He's still growing as an artist, which is what I love to see. I come from a generation of home invasions. And I got daddy issues, that's on me. Everything the four was that taught me may have is very deep. That man knew a lot, but not enough to keep me past them streets. My life is a plot, twisted from directions that I can't see. Daddy issues, all across my head. Told me fuck a foul, I'm teary-eyed. Wanna throw my hands, I won't think out loud. A foolish pride. If I lose again, won't go in the house. I stayed outside, laughing with my friends. They don't know my life. Daddy issues made me learn losses. I don't take those... I don't feel like, even if Kendrick missed with this album and aspects for me and I didn't enjoy maybe even the content or the production or certain themes like musically as much as other albums it's he didn't not try like he put just as much effort in as everything else he's ever done it just might not have been for me as much as another album has been I think I think the main part that it's just not as good as the others is the topic that the topics of the others were so such hard hitting. I don't even know about that because it's like T Pab. Well, here's the thing: is T Pab had that experimentalness where it's not even an album that you just go pick songs off of, but it was such an important album topically, and it was so dense and so deep, and they had so many layers of what he wanted to yeah. break down in that it's like, all right, it's worth the musicalness being hard to palate because all of it's almost hard to palate, and you really have to sit with all of it. And I think he does have a bit, like, he, he's in-depth lyrically. He puts a lot down, but I think there is times where I'm like, I don't know if the subject matter is warranting the grandioseness at times or, like, or warranted that, like, some of the, like, the COVID lines and COVID topics. I'm like, maybe if you drop this song, this album a year prior or something like that or when COVID was really happening, which is when we were wanting the Kendrick album anyways. And so maybe, yeah. but it feels old. It feels done. And so it's like, all right, well... And then, like, Damn was just more of a personal about his life, but it was also a lot more palatable. It was a lot more replayable. And so it's like, I do want these big experimental, weird projects from Kendrick, but it's also going to warrant it with the content and with the things that he's talking about so that I want to go back to re-dive and re-unpack it so that the seventh time I'm listening to the album, I'm like, oh, shit, I never even heard this in this song. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, And then, yeah. Overall, um, though, I did enjoy it. Yeah, me too. Um, an album that's not exact. I don't know if it's hip hop, but um, the Quadek album, it's fucking amazing. That's, I, would, I would consider it hip hop, I guess. I mean, I don't it's, even know. He's it's done hip hop, but the album. Hip-hop. Whether the album is actually the album hip-hop, itself is very but that album Give me, is give me a good hip-hop. song to some of that one. Tell um, me. No, don't play Tell Me a Joke. Yeah. Um, I don't remember any of the other songs of that album. Let me see. I, I feel like. Um, Sorry for dying is the most popular one, 
from what I've heard, this album is the best produced yeah. album I've ever Play heard. Play Sorry for Dying. Like from mixing him. and creativity wise. No, in general. I just think the production of this song is a is just art. You think this is the best produced album you've ever heard? In no. this year. Yeah, this, this year, out. yeah. I that, 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 period. I've that I've heard. He has a song with Danny Brown. Really? He has a song with the Danny Brown. The best produced album, album that you've ever heard. Listen to it. Yeah, I, I That's agree. That's a this is, bold ass fucking statement. This is probably in one of my top productions too. this year yeah but then after i thought you just said period no oh, okay, okay. I, and then i was like i was like ever no. honestly like, i'm ever? gonna say i'm gonna say no. when it comes to this though i okay. feel like this i feel like this i want to say this beats kanye shit because i know that quite i could put way more hours into this than kanye's probably ever put into anything i mean maybe but maybe that doesn't make it a better product though but i think it made this better i think kanye might be more talented and have more potential and might have better ideas I, that's a but so I you're claiming that this is this 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 whoa this, this album this, this, is, this, this, is better than any other kanye album um no i think kanye has albums with better ideas and quadeca executes his ideas better than kanye and mm. it makes them, I think, on the same level for different reasons. I see what you're saying. I see. I can't. I guess I can't argue too much with that. And I haven't given the the album really a ton of time, so um, not not one that I'm going to argue back on. Uh, for me, "Love for Rent" by Smino dropped uh, this year, not that long ago, and uh, I played through a bit of it on the podcast already, so I'm not going to go back and and touch on it too much. But I really do love the album. It's definitely my number one played album this year was probably Black Swan by Smino. That one's got the most replays. If you haven't heard that album, go check that one out because that is one of the better albums I've ever, ever heard. And um, and that one of the best produced albums I've ever heard, ever. 
Black Swan by Sm- by Smino. I mean, I that is an amazing. I album. didn't find it out until I've like listened to Smino before, but I didn't really listen to it until I saw I heard you listen to it. Yeah, and like you told me to get into it, and I I played that shit. So yeah, I didn't know who much. Smino was until you told me to listen to Black Swan, and I love Black Swan. Talk about now. creativity. Of, I listen to a couple of those songs all the time. Well, last Kendrick by Smino. Just give you a taste of the album. I, I I'm so excited to see what he does next and, and what other sounds he does. But um, yeah, this album in Black Swan just held my captivity. It's just so beautiful. His melody choices are so like you said, it's captivating. That's it's the captivating. Best it takes you to a different world too. It feels like when he's doing his album, it's like you're being exported to where he wants to take oh, you yeah. sonically, and it doesn't feel just like any other album that you're sitting down so for. So original too. Yeah, and that's that's something I really strive for. Big which is fan. Hard. Very. Yeah. Uh, for the wrap up hip hop for me at least. Uh, wrap up. Lecrae's Church Closed Four. We talked about it on the podcast a few weeks ago. That album is still one of those ones where there's a few songs I really, really enjoy, it's and then there's album. a couple other songs that I that easy skips for me. So it's a bit of a hit or miss. And then Donda was an album that play, was played a lot this year by me, and that dropped 2021. But I'm a big fan of that album. Like it's there's only a handful of skips on that album, and in my opinion. Can we play something from Vinyl Days? Yeah, definitely. Um, play the one with Action Bronson. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. It's, it's so good. Because it's short. We can play it all. It's like short and it's fire. Or not all of it, but. Alrighty. Yeah, the album's just too long. I think if I'm losing it, so fucking long. There are certain artists that dropped recently that I like their stuff, but their albums were. They should have cut it in half. With Juicy J sipping Henny, I got Mastro money, boy, your pockets on Denny's. I hit the beat machine, get cream for the whole team. Supply the fiends, dollar bills by any means. Average person be committed if they seen the shit I seen. It's like my life was written through a murder scene. Even in my early teens, I saw a guy on the corner getting high when a spray bullet from a drive-by blew his brains through his right eye. Some people cautious, but I'm cautious. Motherfucker, I'm the fastest. I made it through the light despite how dark my past is. What? Hip hop, baby, body rocking. You know what it is? Hard. Dark. <laughs> you should be concerned, yeah, yeah, motherfucker. You know it's me. You should. Smoking back to back Dutchess. My finger just inches off the button that'll turn your fucking body into stuffing. Dressed like I'm doing construction. Off one leg, jump through the fucking window with a Hellcat like it's nothing now. At that speed, I could easily be mistaken for Jet Li. Don't interrupt my thing. So good, so good, so groovy, so pocket. Like, pocket is how I feel about when I hear this album. It's like all yeah. the instrumentals feel so tight, so well done, and then the rapping, it just it sits in the beat so perfectly. Yeah. 
it's so I don't, know. I, I don't know if I agree like with I guess what you said earlier I don't or both of you guys I, I don't mind albums being a little long I don't mind because when we first listened to that Justin we were driving here and we had nothing to do. <laughs> That's we had true. six hours to kill. So we just ran through the album and it was nice. It was it was long. It was I don't I didn't mind it, you know. It just felt like a longer experience. I don't, I don't have an issue with a long it's album. Yeah. Keep it good. But my problem is my problem is though, is that if you give me a long album and like you give me twenty songs and t- the first fifteen bangers. And then the next five are all just rehashes of what I've already had. And it's like, okay, be more like, if you're going to keep, get me there for an hour and a half, you're going to make me sit and listen to an hour, hour and a half of music. Like that better be interesting from start to finish. There better be a new idea on each thing. It better keep me going. Like you better not have any wasted space. So it's like, if you have a seven song album and you have one song in it, that's, or even like a 10 song album and you got like one song, maybe two that I'm like, ah, oh, that's not my favorite. That's not yeah. that big of a deal. But if we're getting into a 20 song album and I'm just like, why did this even make the cut? You have 19 other songs. Like, and it really makes me more irritated with songs that I don't like. Cause I'm just like, you're wasting my time. You just didn't want to cut it. Cause there was some like, and you didn't want to take the time to really make it good. You were just okay with how it was. Yeah. And so yeah. it's just like either get rid of it or I don't know. And so maybe that's just me. So it's just like I'm down for a long album, but that long album better really hold me. Yeah, I definitely, in. I definitely feel like this album, uh, especially just because of the genre, is pretty easy to get distracted or bored of, especially it being this long. And I think this album's kind of an exception because it's logic and logic and who he is. And if you're a fan of logic and you fuck with logic the way I do, and I matt does um then it's just kind of different you just we i want to listen to the whole album because i want to know what logic's doing because he can do so many different things and so him doing this shit like i i will listen to a 30 30 minute 30 30 song me and matt will listen to a 30 album song logic album but other people won't so it's different yeah but i think this album just because of how long it is, it's impossible for the rating to be as high as it could have been. It also if depends. If it were just the twelve best, yeah. It also depends on the, like the, just the style of the album. Because like, how long was Confessions of a Dangerous Mind? Way too long. It was also. long, yeah, yeah. And I just didn't like that the style of it that much, so I just didn't listen yeah. to it. You know. Whereas Vinyl Days, I like that style a lot, and I want to hear more of that, just because I love yeah. it. And yeah, he's been kind of doing that. He just kind of keeps doing that, but I think it really works. Yeah, it's dope. So it I don't, does. I don't mind, I don't mind it being longer for that sake. Yeah, that's I, fair. I, yeah, that's so definitely fair. I'm curious, boys. Besides <laughs> hip hop, what y'all got? Yeah, because that's the end of my hip hop list. I have uh, probably four other albums that were that I really went to this year that came out this year. They're all kind of in the pop singer songwritery category of things. So if you guys have some rock albums, if you guys have some other, other things you guys want to touch on, then jump to that. Um, Dylan, uh, Dylan listened to the SZA album. Oh, Dylan, what were your thoughts on SZA's new album? Um, it's a lot. She does the, she has the same theme about like from her old, like control, like this, that was the second most recent one she has. Um, she has like a lot of like, <laughs> she talks a lot about herself like badly and it's like kind of good to relate to. So I thought a lot of her songs were like bangers, but it's very long. It's like 26 songs. All right. 
Is it worth the listen? Would you say? Yeah, I, 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 I didn't really, I didn't really like the end of her like last album, so I was like, eh, I don't really want to listen to this. But then my friends were like hyping it up so much, and I was like, okay, fine. Yeah. Is there a song that stood out to you that you'd want to hear? I really yeah. like Kill Bill. Um, I don't know if it's you guys really like it, but also special. It's very sad though. You're special, Dylan. You're special, Matt. You too, Justin. Yeah, you know, you guys are all special. Thank you. Thank you. I'm such a fan. I got really into R&B and indie R&B and stuff, and I'm girl R&B artists too. They're just. album cover that is so good it feels that she feels so small just sitting there over the ocean that was fire big fan big fan of that yeah, that's good album. i just made the playlist for sure i'm gonna go play through that album we'll have to play through it tonight or something um all right any other things that dropped uh that you guys are interested in talking about justin matt what I is one i have one um yeah go ahead man yeah, go for it buddy the new ocean uh the ocean ocean alley yeah the new ocean alley <laughs> album was so good Low Altitude Living, I think. Um, play West Coast off of that. Okay. What were your overall thoughts? What did you like so much about um, it? I, the problem, okay, the problem with this album for me, I'll do that first. The problem was a lot of the songs sounded very similar, and I just wanted a little more. But then with this song, well, you know, actually play the first song off the album, play a little bit of that, and then play West Coast, because they change it up a little bit, but throughout, I wish they changed more. drum fill yeah just i mean getting off of work downtown really long feel beach good sun's going down sunny i'm day. scootering back home and it's a vibe um now it feels it feels very yeah, much like really it's taking me like a little beach town or something for like that. for sure and the whole album is very similar to that just like that cool indie like cruise vibe but play west coast for me just a little bit of that because yeah. this song is really interesting to me
It's what makes this song this song. Oh, that's what makes this song. I was going to say, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure how I'm feeling about it until that came in. That really changed it up. It's just so cool to hear like an indie, like rock, like an indie alt rock yeah, song. Yeah, with that. With well, that I don't even know what that instrument oh, is called. What is that instrument? Talk, like, that's not a talk box or nothing. I call it the G-Funk synth. All right. Yeah, yeah that's, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Um, unless you have anything else to say about that album, particularly in that same kind of not not the same vein, I guess it's not indie rock, but um, Stick Season. That's dope. Stick Season by Noah Khan dropped this year, and uh, I've only played all the way through the album one time, so I haven't gotten a chance to really sit with all of it. I I do enjoy this album. I'll give you guys a taste of. Uh, I'll give you a taste of the opening song for one. It's one of those singer-songwritery albums with the guitar and stuff, and I really do enjoy it, but you've really got to make... I've heard a lot of acoustic guitar songs, so you've really got to make them interesting. How you been? You settled down. You feeling right? You feeling proud? How are your kids? Where are they now? You build a boat. You build a life. You lose your friends. You lose your wife, you settle in to routine. Where are you? What does it mean? Sharon kept on doing. Yeah, hundred percent. And and I do love this album. I love his voice. He's got such a unique style, even for someone just doing the acoustic sound. Uh, and there's one more song, "Stick Season," the big single off this album that was uh, really great. I loved a few of the songs on it, like uh, "Strawberry Wine." I really enjoyed. "Orange Juice" was really good. Um, the only issue for me is that it's 14 songs. It's 55 minutes, so it's fairly decent. It's decently long, you know. And it's like. I can only take so many plucky acoustic songs where you're singing about your breakup. Yeah. 
And it's like, unless you're going to have something, and those soaring choruses feel good, but I don't need four songs with the same kind of soaring chorus. Yeah. And so I feel like this album retreads some of the same stuff. And I'm not, I don't want to sell the writing short because I haven't given certain songs enough time to sit down and really appreciate what the writing is. Cause he's got, he's got a good pen mm-hmm. and he really takes time to clearly write his songs and write what he's feeling. But when you're rounding like the sixth song and it feels like you're kind of just listening to the same thing with the same plucky guitar to start and then like drums kick in at the chorus and then back to plucky guitar and then back to it's just like all right i've been here you've taken me here many times unless you have something really new or interesting that's gonna add a twist to it i don't need you know an hour of this exactly yeah Uh, but the other song that really goes hard off of this is stick season and i'll play a little bit of that one before we uh move to the next album as you promised me that this I was big on TikTok. All the miles combined, you must have had yourself one of the best choruses ever, or out of this year. Your voice trailed off exactly as you passed my exit sign. Kept on driving straight and left our future to the right. Now I am stuck between my anger and the blame that I can't face. The memories of something even smoking weed is not replaced. And I am terrified of weather because I see you when it rains. Doc told me to travel, but there's COVID on the plains. And I love Vermont, but it's the season of the sticks. And I saw your mom, she forgot that I existed. And it's half my fault, but I just like to play the victim. I'll drink alcohol till my friends come home for Christmas. And I'll dream each night of some version of you that I might not have, but I did not lose. Now you're tired tracks in one pair of shoes and I'm split in half but that don't have to do so I thought that if I piled something good I agree with you Ian to where dude's got a pen on right like, yes. you're right yeah I, I, and I love the instrumental I've gotten exposed to this album a couple times I just I don't like his voice that much. See, I I do really like the unique the uniqueness of his voice and the well. If I want to listen to like this kind of voice, I'm gonna listen to Passenger. I just like Passenger's voice better. Yeah, but he doesn't have nearly as good of a pen. For sure, for sure. I just mean vocal wise. Yeah, I mean, I can definitely see that. And there are times where the vo- his vocals get a little old or they get a little nasally and whiny on certain aspects of uh, on certain like songs. And uh, but sometimes, though, like I really on like Howling and Caves on his last album, the little high, cool notes that he would hit is what really drawed me to his music. Mm. So it can be a strong suit, but it also can become a little bit of like a. Uh, I've heard enough songs in this tone with the tone of voice and. It become a little uh, redundant. I like this voice. Uh, I think I just don't like the genre. Um, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I, I really liked his voice, actually. Yeah, I kind of. I was. I really felt like I wanted to like it, but just it just just screamed that like just it being a victim of whatever the genre it is for it me. It is kind of like that. I'll show you one other song by him that really hooked me doing that's howling that really shows off his voice. Mm-hmm. 
This is from his uh, 2021 album. Are you not an acoustic guitar song kind of guy? Um, I don't. I, I just feel like I've heard that strum pattern a million times. Yeah, that's fair. That's you know? fair. Matt, what are your thoughts on his vocals here? Been trying to swim with both my hands behind my back, my dear. I always feared the ocean. And somehow this one word in my mouth was left on He's got a really good falsetto. He does. His falsetto is so pretty. He, does. he sounds really, really pretty. Um, I like this. I like his voice here better. I, I think maybe like I don't know if this song is his, his voice. I like his more mellow than when he's like yeah getting a little emotional. Being big. I feel like some of those bigger ones they they expose his voice a little yeah. more and it's like it shows some of the weaknesses and weak parts where it's like all right Which I don't that one blended very well yeah that was really pretty I like that a lot no I like that a lot for sure um yeah overall enjoyed the album definitely will go back to it and go back to some of the singles for sure um and looking forward to seeing what he's doing next but not one of my albums that was played through a lot this year um I don't know what about you guys any other albums Justin. Um, there's a co- I have a couple things. Um, Blink One Eighty Two got played a released a song with their original lineup for the first time since <laughs> twenty, I think eleven this this year. Going into singles a little, so bit. so that's okay. a big deal. That's pretty. What were awesome. your thoughts on it? Um, at first I was like, "Come on, guys, you could have made a better song." But honestly, the song is always fucking stuck in my head, so I've just grown to love it. Um, Delivery-wise, doesn't it doesn't hurt my ears as much now that he's deepened in voice? Yeah, um, yeah, I got I got that. Um, any other albums? Sleeping with Sirens released an amazing album this year. Okay, one of that my favorite. Sick. I think it's probably one of my favorite albums of the year. Um, overall, I love it. Um, What's the song off there? Um, play Tyrants. Mm-hmm. Opening track. Mm-hmm. I fell in love with this album after this song. Yeah. So dope. It's so dope. So glad they went back to metal.
that's just the genre of music that it's just like I enjoy aspects of it. I enjoy vocal delivery with the screaming and stuff, but it, it Here's just, what I will never I will never listen to that album. But I think it makes this album shine breakdowns. breakdowns yeah. are very creative and very, very cool. That is dope. I don't know what it is about that genre of music. What what genre is that? technically under metalcore metal yeah it's just i think it's like new it's like modern it's like the most it's kind yeah it's like metalcore i guess yeah it's like post hardcore metalcore i think i enjoy i enjoy aspects of metal and things like that and i like them and infuse into other things i like when rappers have like screaming in their cooks and stuff and i like uh driving guitars and and it's just but sometimes it's like man this genre I feel like it's like it's existed for so long and there's so many songs and it's just like this is another one that sounds like a lot of other songs I've heard. Yeah. Play um control alt delete. Uh I just wanna know what you think of that one. Cause that one's kinda right. cool. But yeah, I definitely hear what you're saying though. But like this style of drumming doesn't do it for me at all. all right. Like this isn't what makes me I like ooh, ooh, it just doesn't do it for me. But I think this guy didn't grow up on it. Yeah, yeah. Also, like the guitar riffs. I like when they strip it out to this. Yeah, yeah. And I like the effects of doing the vocals and the production like that. It sounds yeah. really cool. I'm not that I wouldn't. Uh, maybe I need to give some of this stuff more uh, more of a chance. You know, yeah. because Justin it's, got to it's play definitely a single. Not for everyone, I want to play a single that was just I I had it on repeat once it came out, and it was the um, fucking what's your name? Pierce the veil. Pierce the veil single. Pass the Nirvana. Oh hell that yeah! That song is so good. Called what? Pass the Nirvana. Nirvana. God, I've had, that is amazing. It made song. my rap, even though like it just came Me out. Too. Yeah. It's one of my favorite songs. Yeah. First song in like five or six years, too, by the way. Past the Nirvana. I like that name. The album cover. It's the cover so good. See, I can get behind this a little more. Yeah, yeah, this is dope as fuck. Like that at all? God, that uh, is such honestly, a good in this same uh, vein of music, sort of a new artist that I discovered this year recently, whose album also dropped this year, uh, which I've I've started to really grow to enjoy. There are some skips on. I wouldn't say it's a it's the best album I've ever heard, but that's Softcore by Fushi. Oh, dude, play a little bit of that. Yeah. A little bit of the first song, Simmer Down. It's the first one, yeah. Yeah. Really interesting. 
but it's just a little bit less instruments. Like, it's a little less yeah. busy. And that's where rock songs loses me, is when there's three or four guitars, and then the drums, and then the bass, and then the, and it's just like, I just want something a little more simple. I want one really cool thing to hang on to. Absolutely. It's like old punk. That's what it reminds me of. What's like crazy about punk. this album, though, is because she drops, that's the opening song, and then two songs later, it's this. One of my favorite songs off this album. And if I'm being 100% honest, the so best the best song I've discovered from Fushi this year, which did not drop this year, dropped last year, is her big hit, Deep End. Yes. I'll play a little bit of that yes. one for you. I've been trying not to go off To think that she did this and then to go into Simmer Down and some other like experimental rock stuff. I've been trying not to go off the deep end. This is one of the catchiest songs ever. I don't think you wanna give me a reason. I had a gun flip the script. Had a big bone to pick. Got the short end of sticks. So we made a fire dead. Let it burn to a crisp. And that's a short fire flip. She's a boss, she's a bitch. I take that as a compliment. I say I'm moving real low. But leave them on a high note. Always leave it low. Let's get to the good part. She just becomes God, so wonderful. So, so unbelievable. Justin and Dylan just don't get it. No, it, it pains me. <laughs> just you know, it's so face. crazy. Dylan's on our phone. The amount of effort oh, it so, takes so to get good. Justin to be enthusiastic about oh, anything my goodness. is unbelievable so to me. Hard. It makes me so annoyed. I don't know how many nights we <laughs> had to play Black Swan by Smino just on repeat before Justin finally bobbed his head to his songs like, oh, good, this is pretty good. It's like we've only been listening to it for a week straight, Justin. Ju I don't know. You can't. Can't excite music with Justin. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't understand for someone that's like, like so in the music. music. It's, it's like it's one of the, it's the most passionate thing he has. I, but. Yeah, but it's weird because you just don't like. Just you can just feeling. straight face without bobbing your head without anything. You know you why? Can just stone cold music you know right why? in the face. It's because he's not black. <laughs> that's true, and that's, that's always been the thing that's that I thought was our common comment. bond was yeah. the melanatedness of our skin, Americanness. Yes, yes, yeah, probably. But I don't, I don't know. And we're on three. I think I'm uh, so fucking. I should talk more than Matt right now. <laughs> Go. Go. I, I, um, 
it's it's very hard for me to get excited about music because I I don't know, man. Why? I I don't know. It's like it's, you're. It's like it's like the thing is, is that nine times out of ten, if you play Justin something, it's not like it's almost like you're not listening to it. You're no, just like I kind of hear vacant distance, like of noise. There's noise out in the room. There's something's happening, but you're just not hearing it. And then one time, you'll just it'll click with you, and you decide to just pay attention. Um, yeah, I don't. I feel like. At least when you played Black Swan, I, it it felt like stuff I, I I I didn't like understand. And if I was going to, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and if I was going to take the time to like understand that shit, I would have had to like be in the mindset of listening. So I feel like, well, that's I the feel thing like that's weird is because me and Matt will get into those mindset where it's like we're sitting down, whoa, and him and I are just listening to music, and that's what they're there to do. And well, then you're just kind of half in on your phone, half in on listening, and it's and that's one thing yeah, that's that I think me and Ian have always had. I've never met anyone like Ian to where we really get into music. Like I've I've met some people who like you know they'll get into it, they'll bob their heads if it's a banger, but the way me and Ian it's almost like we communicate while it's playing. I don't know how I, it sounds gay, but I don't know. It, I feel it, like I think too no much one, about music to get excited about it. And that's the issue is because every time, like when I listen to shit like Smino and like JID, I, I'm so caught up in actually just thinking about it and visualizing a how a technical way of how they put it together, the way it goes and just that's the way fair. it feels to do it. This is the first one you actually connect with, I feel like, on that album. Yeah. Best, my favorite album of the year. Turn up the That's fair, and especially with something like this, where if it, it's not one of those songs where it's like you can immediately, it's not one of those albums where it's like I put on a song, you're like, oh, I totally see this chorus just goes hard, because you almost don't even know what part the chorus is. It's not evidence. You really have to listen to it, and then eventually it just starts to really grow on you. And I feel like Kendrick can have that same exact effect, where it's like the T-Pav and stuff. It's like you're gonna have to listen to that album a couple times to really have certain aspects that really click with you and um sometimes it's just it takes a lot to get into a place where i actually want to sit down and just focus on an album i want to be able to just passively listen to stuff yeah i i think at least when it comes to when someone's like oh you should go listen to this entire album it's like yeah it seems like a big okay well can you show me something that is proof of why i should go listen to more Um, it's funny i have the opposite problem as you i have I think I've just enjoyed music all my life mm-hmm. that I sometimes forget to look into it in a tech, in a technical sense. And so sometimes if I'm trying to listen to it for a technical sense, I'll find myself, I'll find myself lo- getting myself lost yeah. in the music to where I just get into it. I'm like, Oh, I wasn't even like, I didn't hear how they did the bass there. Right. If I was studying yeah. the bass. Yeah. So I think that's just interesting. And I think, I, I don't know. I think you just have just the mind for it to where, you're always seeking to improve. And also just, I think you find more jo- enjoyment from judging music rather yeah, than enjoying it. I agree with that. Maybe. Which isn't may- a bad thing. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I think in a way I, I, I analyze it, but not, not in a way that's super like critical. It's more just like I kind of form an opinion on the different parts of the song as well of this as well as the song as a whole. Like I'm like 
Yeah, 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 you're listening to the vocal mix. You're listening to yeah. the snare, then the, yeah. how it's coming through, and like what cho- a choice of different things that they could use. And there's different. I feel like because you've heard, you've produced songs, so you know all the different ins and outs and all the different changes that are made to get a certain sound. That like something will just stick out to you like a sore thumb that might and not for us. I feel like there are for so me, many. It's the writing, the writing mm-hmm. is what I'm just zoned locked in on. I feel like there are so many other things that affect my criteria of a song and, and my reaction yeah. to it that it makes it like it for everything to line up everything that i like care about in a song yeah which i wouldn't even say i'm picky i just kind of like what i like i'd, I'd say i'm kind of picky i don't know i just yeah that's fair. i don't know i don't i don't feel like my genres my taste is like necessarily great i literally just am into the shit i was raised on that and makes sense. That makes and, sense. Yeah, and the shit I've fallen in love with, I just have, I just have like odd connections to. Yeah, it's like almost you can't explain it. It's just I don't know, man. I just love. Yeah, this. I'm like I don't know, man. I just wish I was listening to Billy Joel. It's I like it. I just yeah, I, I would yeah. rather listen to the same five Billy Joel songs over and over. Yeah. <laughs> but you discovered Billy Joel not that long ago, yeah, though. So yeah, it's not yeah. something you ra- you fell in love with that. You really well, hit. And I feel like Billy Joel's one of those yeah. artists too, where I'm like. I don't have the time and patience to sit down and discover Billy Joel right now. I have a few songs by him that I really like that are that are the big ones basically, but it's just like I'm not going to play through a whole Billy Joel album. I don't I, there's definitely an evening that could happen where that is the greatest idea there is is mm-hmm. to sit down and smoke some weed and listen to a Billy Joel album and Wait, do whatever. But it's like oh oh oh, oh. That's not allowed. Not in my Christian Minecraft server. Get that, get that wax out of my face. But it's just has that hasn't happened yet. That mm. hasn't happened yet. Hasn't I haven't had yet. a time where I'm like, you know what? I need to deep dive Billy Joel right now. And yeah. so it may be five years from now, and then I really get into Billy Joel. You know, yeah, yeah, so. Yeah. Um, you just don't strike you know, me as a Billy Joel guy. I have. Do you have any but more? I albums? do like what I've heard, though. I like what I've heard. Uh, yeah, I have yeah, yeah. Uh, I have two other albums that I want to just mention. One is just a passive mention that I, a new artist I discovered this year that I really liked, and the other one is probably oh I want to say it's maybe my favorite album of the year, but maybe number Ooh, two. Oh, bold, 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 number two. Uh, Matt, what about you? Do you have any albums left or anything special, particular you want to talk about? You know, I uh, I only want to show one. I'm sorry, I only want to show one more, but I do want to talk about one. Um, and this is a hot take if you know me and the kind of music I like. Um, one, I, I mean, I don't know if you know this actually. I, I hate Arctic Monkeys. Hate them. Okay. Mm. We, we cover a song in our band, and I love that song. I love the way we play it. But when it comes to Arctic Monkeys, I just hate them so much. And I don't know what warm. it is. You hate their sound? They their seem style? just like a gay Red Hot Chili Peppers. It, where it's like the voc- the vocals are so wordy and like I'll show maybe we can play a song just so you can kind of see but they released an album this year and it's the best thing I've ever heard them do it's really? like okay. there's like pink the car yeah yeah the car um you can play the first song off the album too but it's got like Pink Floyd influence this is what I think is really cool there's no rock songs on this album which is really interesting
Like those punches. Production. Oh. Don't get emotional. That ain't like. Damn. Oh. Right? What is that? Yesterday still leaking through. Ugh. I haven't seen Justin react to music That's like this in a long time. That's dope. That shit hits though. That is not like what I have, and I haven't dove deep in Arctic Monkeys. I haven't heard an album. I've only heard a few of their hits. It doesn't sound like anything I've heard. Oh from no, them it sounds like nothing they've ever done. I think that's yeah, why I like it. super cool. Big fan of that. That's an album that I really want to go into now. Definitely go into it. It's so cool. That is dope. Um, Justin, what about you? Do you have any other big albums or anything you want to talk about particularly? Um, no. I listened to two other albums that came out this year. Um, Silverstein, Misery Made Me. Um, there's one song off of that album that I love called Bankrupt. Um, Ian, it's metal with uh, it's metal with a lot of sounds. So it's not it's not your metal. <laughs> okay, oh, no. all right, Ian all right. No likey big sound. Bankrupt by so, so, but it's overwhelming to my autism, guys. <laughs> Would you just be understanding? Okay, Ian was the type of kid that cl- that plugged I plug his my ears, ears to the toilet church. flushes. <laughs> when I flush a public restroom <laughs> toilet, ears are being plugged. Hell yeah. Yeah, sometimes. Oh, this song. This is the song that I expect to see like League of Legends highlights too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't dislike yeah. that at all. I don't dislike it at all. I like I like that chorus especially because it's got a very big like spacey kind of feel yeah. to it. This is definitely better than Super. I don't know what it is. It's literally, it's just like the vocal delivery just doesn't, I don't know, man. I just like, I understand what is good about it. Like I get the intricacies of certain aspects. It's just the sounds like. There's certain sounds that when I hear the vocals, I'm just like, ooh, what is that? And like, I need to listen to this. Yeah. And that style of delivery with very yelly, screamy over rock music and stuff, I don't know what it is. I've just never grown an appreciation for it. And I want to because I feel like there's just so much music out there that I'm never going to listen to because I don't have. And I've been trying. That's been a big thing for me is to try to like take genres and stuff where I don't that I don't like and find what I appreciate and enjoy in it, so that I can at least appreciate aspects of it. Yeah. So I'm not just completely isolating a genre of music out there and never touching it. Mm-hmm. But I, I think I'll have to work my way in to uh, into some metal and see what I enjoy. Um, on a bit of experimental note, uh, Amelia Moore dropped her first album and she screams industry plant super weird, but, uh, she's really talented and her producer, whoever's producing her stuff is insane. 
Um, it's a pretty good album. It's only seven songs long, and uh, all are, you know, not really any skips, but Crybaby's the best one off of it, in my opinion, so I'll play a little bit of that. Tears fall like acid Make me disintegrate You're so untouchable, such a fall To reach out while I circle the train single that dropped 2021 sweet and sour and i feel like it shows the experimentalness in her production the best it's pretty cool the production is just it's so dope are also engineered this but the mixing and everything on this is crazy top to bottom man Slip, but I'll definitely slip that pink every once in a while. Oh, yeah, you know, me and Dylan, you know what I'm saying, girl? Hold ah. up, hold up, boys. Just listen to this. 
into space? That heartbeat? So yeah, Dylan's face is like, what the hell? What fever dream did I just wake up in all of a sudden? The devil? That was really good. It's so that's really impressive for us. I've never seen someone like just go from nobody though to having that quality of production on their first single. Yeah, which is the one thing that I never understood because I was like, how did you just go? It was just like it's one of those things too where it's like, what was they never existed? Huh? What was it published under? If you scroll all the way down, yeah, what's the label? Let me see. That's a good question. Just scroll all the way down of the tracks. And I can tell you why. It's money. Well, the other thing is, too, she could have blown up and then, like, just the three producers. Cause I, True. They could have Capital, three people Capital Records. Just hit her up and they're a, Capital yeah, Records. Huge. Capital oh, Records. Capital Records. Pushed their, yeah. And uh, yeah, signed to Capital okay. Records. If she, she got signed to Capital Records. She, well, she probably got signed to Capital Records after making the TikTok. I yeah, don't know. Probably. Probably oh, they no, saw the TikTok probably, and heard and about the song dropping and then yeah. they just gave well, it. But it was call. one of those ones where it's weird where it's like you don't exist at all as an artist or in anybody. And then all of a sudden you drop your first music video and it's got like just the best budget and it's like you got the full wardrobe, everything. I'm like, dude, you just were no one. And now all of a sudden you have a full popular artist marketing budget yeah. and then like do, were you created in a lab did she have demos where did maybe? you come from maybe she had demos maybe, who knows but i don't want to discredit her no, no, and say she's because maybe she had great demos for these songs that she deleted maybe later yeah. just before she started or to maybe, release the maybe new... she just had demos that she was holding on to for yeah. when she blew up yeah but Damn, just that is insane to just have that be your first release. That's insane. Insane, insane that it's your first release insane. that you drop. And, and it was literally just her singing the sweet or sour part of the yeah. chorus in her TikTok. Wild. And it's just, yeah, it's it's so good. Super good. Check out her Super stuff. Cool. Amelia had more. Uh, what are you guys? Any other any other final albums? I have one left. Um, I have one more. What's yours? One more. Um, I do not. You do not? Okay, cool. Right. We'll do two left then. Get right up to it. Yeah. That's why I like it. Okay. Okay, we're back on again, Matt. What is this? Uh, what is this final album that you want to talk yeah, about? What's so, the final song you want to hear? Um, it's off Optimist. Um, I realized I never really liked Phineas, and it's only because of jealousy. Yeah, he because, makes the kind of music yeah. that I want to make. Okay. Um, so I'd play the kids are the kids are dying. Okay. Um, I love him. I think he's great. He's what are your thoughts work. overall on the Optimist album? <laughs> Definitely some skips, for sure. Um, but the songs that are good are really good. Bang, bang, knocking on my door. Do you have a dollar? Would you like to fund a war? What's your carbon footprint and could you be doing more? I tried saving the world, but then I got bored. Ching, ching. What you want to do? Make a lot of money, buy a house in Malibu Ooh. Show me if it's funny, if it's not you don't need to I tried picking a cars but I got confused How can you sing about love when the kids are all dying? How can you sing about drugs? Politicians are lying about sex when the school is on lockdown lockdown 
Now, baby, maybe we're next. Maybe we're next. So shut up. The internet is mad. I can't say I'm upset at that anyway. It's cool. I haven't dove into Phineas's music at all, really, if I'm being honest. Um, other than the work that he's done on his sister Billie Eilish's yeah. music. Well, you know, sometimes he gets a little, ex- I don't know if experimental is the right word, <laughs> but sometimes his creative choices I'm not a fan of. Yeah. But there's some stuff, I, I love his voice. He's got that real deep. Yeah, very, yeah. he's got a nice soothing voice. It really matches the production well. Yeah, it like fits the genre lot, he's trying yeah. to do. Like his voice a lot. Speaking of Phineas, actually, he shows up on my uh, album that I'm about to talk about, no which fucking way might about. be my favorite <laughs> album of the year, brother. Oh, when I'm thinking it? of albums that came out this year that oh. just kind of changed things okay, and okay, rocked okay. my world a bit, right. I gotta give it to Five Seconds Flat by Lizzie McAlpine. No, oh, bitch, right, <laughs> I'm gonna play a little bit of Lizzie McAlpine in the singer songwriter acoustically. <laughs> side of things i discovered her album i discovered her i didn't know who she was her album just popped up recommended for me one day in like february or something like that and i just decided to put it on and there's really no skips except for maybe like one or two are a little like boring but like they're not really they're not bad they're just not my thing but uh, it's just a breakup album, and it is one of the best, and the production's super cool, and the way she sings and the way she writes is super dope. And um, What's the name of the album again? Five Seconds Flat. Five Seconds Flat. I'll play a couple songs off it, starting with an ego thing, which is song number two, but yeah, this album is definitely worth uh, giving, giving the time of day. Guns drawn, slow down. It's a battle over something stupid. They're all the rage right now You don't know the truth It's a battle but I think I'm winning Something makes me think you think that too I was trying to be honest You don't make that easy to do it's not that important It's none of your concern That you got angry And said some angry words It's not that I hate you I hate that it hurt There's nothing else to it I can't do anything Such a little groove Such right there. Groove. So cool. She's got really cool. I like the details she does and so on for writing and stuff. Uh, yeah, that whole instrumental is awesome. Yeah, super. And it, like, she serves it really well. She does. The vocals, how raw they are and how in front of the beat they are, that she still sounds good. She doesn't sound uh, too overexposed. Yeah. I think my uh, favorite song of that album is, you don't have to play, but I think Firearm is my favorite. That is one of my favorites too. I'm going to play I, that. I'm going to play that song. Oh uh, I'll play you uh, All My Ghosts is a really good one and it really showcases her songwriting abilities. Such cool sounds. You got a Slurpee for free. I caught you looking at me in the 7 Eleven under fluorescent lights. 
in comfy silence Footsteps down familiar sidewalk Knowing that we were here in our dreams last night just a really well-written like, like that a lot folky yeah. girl pop breakup album and i love it dude i'm such a I sucker love, for it i love the picture she paints and it's it's you know what's the song called again that one's all my ghosts yeah you know and quadeca the new album is kind of the the album i mean if i'm correct me if i'm wrong but it's about a perspective of a ghost right mm-hmm. yeah. and like that whole album and then that song they have this same vibe almost like the little like reverse like you 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 like sonically yeah, yeah yeah like like quadeca uses those same very similar sounds so it, it's it's really like her yeah i mean her i don't know like it's just like painting this generation i don't know i don't know how to explain nah, it, for sure her stuff is very um very much uh it, it her instrumentals are really stripped down yeah um i like her instrumentals a lot i feel like the instrumentals are my favorite part of the songs yeah um, I like her vocals, but I think, uh, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm there for the, I stay for the instrumentals. I would stay That's fair. for the instrumentals. That's fair. That's fair. And, um, uh, she, she has like, her vocals aren't anything insane. And I think that sometimes the way she pronounces her words are what really sell me on it. Like the way she sings a thing, I'm like, oh, she's singing it where she's really delivering the motion behind it yeah, better yeah. than I think certain other people do. Um, but the instrumentals are the thing that really hooked me on this album. The sounds that she decided to use, yeah. especially doing an acoustic guitar, stripped back kind of singer songwritery album. Those instruments are so cool, they, though. You really can do. That's where, like, I would elevate this album over the Noah Khan album, just because she's taking a time to really have unique sound in the percussion, unique sound effects in the background, mm-hmm. the way she's doing her her movements in the song. It's not moving mm. just like a verse, chorus, verse, bridge, chorus. It's got its own kind of thing to it. Yeah. Uh, the big song off this album that dropped was Reckless Driver. I'll play just a tiny bit of that, but definitely one of my favorites you. and the one I'll play last is I Firearm. Mean, I did, but I didn't think it'd go this far. I didn't mean to kiss you. Now you can't focus on the road when I'm in your car. Now we're going 100. Your hands aren't on the wheel because you're just staring. Me like you're not convinced that I am real, and now we're at 180, and I can finally see. But then it's over in a second. Crashed the car into the tree. Yeah, I can see it all happen. You'd rather die than take your eyes off me. I don't love you like that. I'm a careful driver, and I tell you all the time to keep. I don't your know. Eyes 
good album. I'd give it a listen if I were you guys. Last song I'll play is Firearm from Matthew. This one's oof. This song just I get high out the window. And I don't tell my mom. I mix you with my vodka. What a line. Then it turns me on. There's a hole in my heart and I can't find the bullet But you sleep with a firearm I shouldn't pulled it on you What a shame, I can see it all now that we're through I get drunk with my So good, big fan, big fan. That's very good. I like that one. Yeah, I just want to go through the breakup just so I can listen to this. <laughs> I can feel that song again. You know what I mean? Uh, that was one thing when I first went through my breakup was like certain songs that I had loved just because I loved the song meant like hit me so much more, mm-hmm. like so much differently now that I was actually in the same place as this pe- person writing the song. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, I guess to end it up, guys, uh, favorite Christmas songs of the year, stuff that you really want to hear? Um, favorite Christmas songs of the year or favorite Christmas songs? No, no, favorite, no, Christmas, favorite Christmas songs, song. period, period. Favorite Christmas songs. I want song. one song each from all you fools. Um, and if they're not good, you're getting slapped in the ass. Probably Blue Christmas. Blue Christmas by Elvis by? Presley? Yeah. Okay. Good choice. Okay, I ain't mad at that at all. Yeah. Matthew, what about you? I'll have a blue Christmas mm. without you. I'll be so blue. What about this song speaks to you, Justin? Um, I like Elvis a lot. Um, I don't really get to listen to Elvis much except for this song. Do, do you okay. think your Christmas is really a style to come back to? Does Christmas make you sad, buddy? No, but this is just really a banger. And it doesn't feel too sad. It <laughs> feels good. Um, you don't have to have a blue Christmas. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. I'll try. Big fan of that. I just like it. It's just because it's, it's also just kind of like a good song. It's kind of just fire. I ain't mad at it. I ain't mad at it at all. What about you, Matt? I get a lot of heat for my favorite Christmas song. Okay. What is I that? I get a lot of heat for this. Uh, Last Christmas by Wham. Oh, get out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Fuck you, Matt. You deserve a lot of heat. Fuck you. That song. One of my least characters songs of all time. <laughs> oh, she's so good. It's pretty low on my that list. It's pretty low on my that list. Sin? Yeah, but it's just because it's old production. And this is one of the only songs that have hung around with this sound of production still. That's why it's so good. Big fan. Dylan, was yours this as well? Do you have another one that you want to play? 
on, give Dylan a mic. Christmas song it was, but I know it was covered, covered by My Chemical Romance. All I Want for Christmas. All I Want for Christmas. By My Chem? Covered by My Chem. Um. Sorry, I stole your song. It's okay, I didn't have one prepared. <laughs> you stole mine, so I'll take that. I love All I Want for Christmas by Mariah Carey. That's one of my favorite Christmas songs. That shit goes. I don't like Mariah Carey's voice. Uh, we can't all be Nothing right always. the original, but this one kind of goes. Yeah, it doesn't beat Mariah's, but we just wait for the verse to come in. Is uh, the Christmas song by Nat King Cole? Classic, classic. Matt, do you want to send the boys out on a high note? Wish them a Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. Mm-hmm. Happy holidays. Happy Kwanzaa. Chestnuts Happy Hanukkah. Happy all the Happy things. Happy whatever saying is doing. Remember, guys. Christmas isn't about getting It's not even about peace It's not about It's not about family or friends or anything You gotta remember what you learned from a little kid It's about Santa Claus So remember everyone And unsolicited dick pics And a lot of porn So As a Rudolph family me too. From all of us here At LTS Productions we want to wish you a very, very, very Christmas. Remember, Live long, die young. Tiny tots we'll see you next week. With their eyes all aglow, we'll find it hard to sleep tonight. They know that Santa's on his way. He's loaded lots of toys and goodies on his sleigh And every mother's child is gonna spy To see a reindeer 